Filter, sports, men, podcast, A. One one six. Unashamed. What up, what up, what's going on today? It's your boy, Daedrian. And your boy, Steven, coming back from his hiatus. I had stuff to do, but I'm back. Had to be back. Had to be back. And this is the Unfiltered, Unfiltered. Sportsman Podcast. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I've been a busy little beaver, man. Just handling things. Um, I'm in this little gray area of adulthood that I wish I would knew, knew about when I was younger. You know, closing deals, closing doors, shutting off people, setting things up for my kids financially, and just trying to be a great dad. Oh, that is so sweet. Same here. <laughs> same here. <laughs> trying to do the same thing. Trying, trying to raise some God-fearing adults. Um, make sure they are respectable, have morals, have dignity, have integrity, all of the above. And, you know, it is not as easy as you think it would be. Who <laughs> Like you thought it was easy at one time? No. Oh, okay. I mean, it's easy when you got a baby and they they ain't doing nothing right now. Then that's easy. But then you gotta hope that they don't pee or poop on you. You know, then it goes <laughs> it goes it, it goes downhill from there. <laughs> yes, it does. Indubitably, indubitably, I understand that to So today is H Town Day. AKA seven one tree day. Seven one tree day. You heard me. We in the building. H towns. What we represent. Houston, Texas. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was awesome. Um, did a little work here and there, and um, I realized people are crazy. So my coworker was telling me. You realize. People are crazy. No, people are nuts. When I say nuts, they are nuts. Tell you, okay, so the co-worker was telling me that there was a passenger, you know, if he wanted to be a passenger or not, was flip-flopping all over his bus and fell in front of his bus talking about he need help and was trying to make it seem like he hit him. Like, I don't know what water folks have been drinking, but it ain't Fiji. It ain't it ain't Fiji, Mike. It ain't Fiji, Mike. I ain't all drinking that great value. <laughs> no offense to great value, but just saying. Yeah, but I just was like, okay. And then I'm hearing folks getting the accidents and everything. And I'm like, oh lord, do I want to take my kids out of town? Not in these conditions. I don't know. Well, just don't have them driving um, in the middle of the night because um, I had to drive out to the woodlands 
Saturday night, Sunday morning, and there was like cars slipped over on 45. Oh my god! Like they had 45 blocked off from. I want to say not Rayford Sawdust, but like probably Cypress Wood, and so coming back, leaving, I had to I had to go up, I had to take the Hardy Toll Road just to get around it, cause I was like, yep, not driving to that. I mean, police cars out the out the wazoo, and I'm like, man, what is going on? <laughs> like, and then obviously they had it on the news, but I'm like, shoot, I watch. Well, I didn't watch it happen, but I like I seen the cars flipped. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Um, well, folks, it's a terrible period because mm-hmm. why? I, I'm just I'm just trying to say the place you're trying to get to gonna get be there when you get there. Yeah, you just gotta make it there. Exactly, and if you don't make it there, you get an accident. You can add an hour, two, three hours to your day. That or you, you might not even make it at all. I'm trying to be optimistic. No, just tell it like it is. Okay. That's why we unfiltered. Okay. Um, so I learned this um, when I got when I got to the position I'm at at work. That um, let's say the speed limit is sixty. Yeah. And you do ten over, which is seventy. You're only gonna get there a minute faster than you would if you did the speed limit. So why? And then if you do twenty miles, it's like two minutes and some change. Like, like it doesn't change that you're trying to get there so fast. Unless you trying to take <clears throat> your drift that bad, man. Yeah. yeah. And you took your drift, and then your car be flipped. And then you'd be like, I fallen and I can't get up. Or like, I can't feel my legs. Bubba, they ain't there. <laughs> no, let me stop. So, um, y'all we got so much to talk about today. Um, it's Tuesday. We here um got the finals so we're gonna talk about. We talk about the home run derby that was I'm glad I watched it. Probably not gonna watch the all star game. Or if I do watch it, it'll probably be a few minutes just to see probably like Fernando Tatis at bat or maybe Shohei or Tiny. Yeah, like, yeah. He, it's $340, but who's counting? It's still <laughs> too much money that I'm trying to understand. But hey, but, he's playing, he playing but he's like worth it. He worth, he's playing like he's worth it. Yeah, and Mookie, Mookie Best got a million, million dollars more than him to stay in uh, L.A. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, if look. It's dying. It, it, it must be dying a slow death. I mean, but look, nobody's getting that Leo Messi. Nobody. No. No. I was like, I'm like, I saw that. I said, Asher, let's go outside and kick this ball around, son. Right. Right. <laughs> Junior, even though you can barely walk right, he'll start kicking it. But he don't want to kick. He just want to throw the ball and say, bang. You can blame me for that. Yeah, but eventually he'll sit up there and kick the ball. Right. Bang. Right. Yeah. Jacoby Jr., two hundred and fifty yeah. million for four years. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Look, speaking of which, let me tell you what he did. So he uh he smacked me in the face. Oh, hit me with that god hand. <laughs> and I'm and I'm holding him right here in my face and I'm like he he like mm, mm, and I'm like hit him with that god these children are heavy-handed. Like, I mean, smack, smack me good. It, it, was, it was because I had to pop his, his sister. So, just like, just like. Oh, he yeah. defended her. Yeah. 
Yeah, he defended her. He was mad at me. He didn't want me to touch him after that. So you we, and my sister. So so when we got home <laughs> and it was time to rock him to sleep, he got me like, mm. I said, baby, get your son. Get your son. You hit my sister, young man. Like, Outline him. Boy. <laughs> Cause he got a big head, so you know, you got Man. Yeah, other stuff to talk about. Um, talk about the Democrats walking out on Governor Hot Wheels, and now he's talking about he's gonna arrest them. You're gonna be arrested if you try to stop them for keeping me out of the office. Uh, that's what it sounds like, bro. Abuse of power. You, yeah, Mr. Uh, what's, yeah. That, what's that old former governor, Rick Perry, is doing the same thing. You see, you see, Rick Perry to disappear from the picture. You need, right. you need to just take your L's in silence, Mr. Yeah, Hot you need to go ahead and just roll on out. Sorry. Nah, for like three fifths of a second, that joke went over my head. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like roll on out. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, okay. like I can, can you imagine him trying to like? Cause he's talking about they're gonna be arrested when they come back, and I'm like, what you gonna do? You gonna you're under arrest? You gonna handcuff him? How you gonna handcuff him? You gotta, you know, you gonna do nothing but turn in circles like you like you uh doing donuts. Anyway, uh, also um. Stephen A. Smith made some comments about Shohei Otani and the sport of baseball. We'll get into that later. <sighs> Again, the NBA Finals. Talk a little NFL. Um, yeah, my favorite sport. National yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Critical Race Theory Part 2. So we can get Stephen's perspective. Things yes. like that. And we're going to give some relationship advice. Dun, dun, dun. I would say cue the romantic music, but uh, I'm not going to do all that. Right. <laughs> it don't take all that. Um, and just so much other stuff we're going to talk about. So be ready. Get ready. Oh, also, I got to mention this, too. What we're going to talk about, it'll probably be brief. Um, the prettiest woman in Nevada is a male. Let that sink in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, shout out to the Spelling Bee champ, Zayla, I think that's how you say her name, Avant-Garde, from uh, right. Avant-Garde. Thank you for correcting me. I, I know her last name. I, I cannot pronounce that first name. Th thank you for correcting me. I, I don't want to be the person to mess up people's name because for years people have messed up the name Daedron for so long and just ask, how do you pronounce your name? That, you know, instead of just Daedron, Darian, Daedrian, Daedrain. I swear to God, when I first met you and I saw your name, I thought it was the Adrian. Like, like if people say the Adrian, like there's an apostrophe there. Yep. But like, like no, it's Daydrian. Daydrian. <laughs> they put like the Adrian, like it's the apostrophe. No, my name is not Amare Stoudemire. My name is Daydrian. Daydrian. Thank you. Black history lesson for y'all. All right. She won a spelling bee. She from um, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And... I saw this meme, <laughs> and I, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. I think I did send it to you because I had to send it to you in order to, for you to get the laugh out of it. So there was a meme that went around with a picture of Miss Avant-Garde. Did I say it right? Avant-Garde. Avant I want to make sure I said it right. Avant-Garde. A picture of her and Lil Webby as the best spellers out of Louisiana. I saw that one. <laughs> and, and obviously, if you're not from Texas or Louisiana, you wouldn't get it. But if, if you hear the song... Independent by Lil Webby. He got her own car. She got her own house. Own job. Yeah, so that's where that come from. That was like, I have to look it up. Like, I sent it to my best friend. I sent it to 
my wife's um <clears throat> sent it to my wife's uh best friend and cousins and stuff like that. And I sent it to my cousin Daniel who's in you know, he, I think he's in Idaho. Yeah, he's in Idaho right now. And uh he started laughing. I'm like, I knew you would get it because you're from Texas. So people from Texas and Louisiana would get it. But if you're from another state, you'd be like, mm, I don't get it. So if I have to explain the joke, it's not funny. No. All right. So shout out to her. I'm proud of her. We're proud of her. The black community, the black community, the black delegation. How you not going to include that she's a Guinness World Record holder? Oh, you didn't let me finish. So... <laughs> Also, Miss Avantgarde. I said it right. Yay. High five myself. <laughs> uh, so she's a three time Guinness World Record holder for juggling. Black girl magic. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Abracadabra. Like, I can juggle too. I don't know what you're trying to catch, but it, it must be holding hands. No, that's, uh, you know, from the office when Will Ferrell was on there. He's like, come on, toss me a ball. What? <laughs> I was yeah. like, hilarious. The house phone is going to ring, but it's all right. Um, So, yeah, she's a three-time Guinness World Record holder for juggling. And she got a mad game on the basketball court too. Let, let's let's add that as well. Yes. She got mad game. And she's fourteen years old. The world's still her oyster, my guy. Right. Like. She just pretty much got herself scholarship in by the spelling bee. Right. Basically. And, and the word she spelled was Marae. I'd have spelled that wrong by the way it was pronounced. Right. I was like, oh, oh okay. Like I remember, um, a little girl a couple of years ago, she spelled the word Nick Nasty. And I was just like, I probably would have spelled that wrong. But but how it's spelled, it's like N-Y-C-T-N-A-S-T-Y. But you're like, Nick Nasty. I was like, I probably would have spelled the Nick wrong and Nick Nasty. <laughs> got the, I would have got the nasty part right because we're adults. So, uh, <laughs> and, we have, and we have wives. Anyway, that's for a whole other conversation. Boy, boy. Speaking, of, speaking of marriage, marriage is not just a piece of paper. Now... This topic is stemming from DMX fiance or common law wife um, not being able to get, I guess, benefits or to his estates and things like that because she was not legally married to him. So for people out there who think that marriage is, is, is just a piece of paper, try getting some legally binding stuff taken care of and you can't do it because you're not legally married to this person. have to play devil's advocate here. I hate paying devil's advocate, but this is what makes the show interesting. Yes. Um, I feel like there should be certain statutes when it comes to this. Because more than just her is affected. Right. If they had kids together, yes they did, they're mm-hmm. going to be affected. Right. And so I think that when someone is involved with somebody for so long mm-hmm. and they die or whatever, you know, you should get the pay- proper paperwork instead, later instead. Or it should go to the children. Or it should go to the children. Now, if the, if the, if 
the children are not of age yet, create something to where at least the mother can oversee if she has some type of some type of advisor or counsel who's keeping an eye on things. Have a third party. Right. And make sure that a trusted third party that doesn't violate or manipulate the situation. It, correct. So in DMX situation, because of his lifestyle, we know he was Mm-hmm. He should have put that in paper and did that. Yeah, I mean, son, rest in peace. <laughs> right. Um. So and and again, I obviously I can't control no one else's household. Right. So whatever you choose to do as an adult, that's what you do. However, don't look at marriage as just some piece of paper that oh, it's just a piece of paper. So. It doesn't have any clout. Well, when you're trying to get stuff legally done, because in there are some instances, like a prime example, I'm not going to give names of who it happened to, but being in the funeral business or whatever, mm-hmm. there were men who were married that died, and their wife wasn't the beneficiary. Ooh. Yeah. I'm for your money. So, <laughs> so, and so I saw a post on Facebook this past week that talked about how um, if – it is said that um, let's say if you die, or a man dies, uh, can his wife and his girlfriend sit together at the funeral? And I said, if she's if the girlfriend is the beneficiary to that contract, then when he died, yeah, they better sit together to get along. Mm. And the people talking about they gonna fight, they gonna do this. I'm like, well, if if she's the beneficiary, like she she controls what's being said, and. Not trying to be funny or nothing like that, but if you don't get in line, guess what? She could be like, mm, like let's say, Vincent, if it's if it's at a private setting, like well, say the funeral home, the service is at the funeral home, she can control the environment there. But if it, if it's at a church, then you can't. But you know, it's it's a it's a sticky situation. That that's exactly where I was going. That is exactly where I. Going. It was, so, I was about to say it's gonna be a hot and heavy, hot and ready situation. So, for you know, I would I now tell people this all the time: marriage is a covenant between God, man, and woman. Period. Now, yes, you have to do things, some things according to what the world is doing as far as getting it this legal document saying that you are married to this person, right? Right. But if you understand that it's a covenant, it's a lifetime commitment. So, again, guys and women, be careful who you marry. Because, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, I married this person for whatever reason, and then all of a sudden it ain't working out the way you, you thought it would, so now you want to dip. Because cause you, you can't just get out of a marriage that easy. But then this is why some people are like, see, that's why I ain't going to never get married, did this and that. But you want to do things that married people do. You know what, I'm going to stop there because that's for another conversation. That's one. <laughs> that's one another conversation. Gentlemen, you was gonna see. I want. I was gonna pull the brakes on this guy because. Yeah, that's for a different conversation. Yes. <laughs> so, a white teen is killed by a white cop in Arkansas. And Reverend Al Sharpton gives a eulogy. Um. I'm about to be sick. I'm just trying to figure out. Of course, being and being Crump is representing the family. I'm about to be sick. Sure. Um. Like, um, for me, like, why is Al Sharpton there? Like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Like, 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 where's Joe Lowe's at? Why he can't represent? Or, 
But see, for me, I'm looking at it. This even shouldn't even really be a real story or whatever. Like, it was on dudes and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, how different would it have been? Like, there's not going to be no uproar because it was a, a white cop killing a white team. A white on white crime. If it was a black cop killing a if it was a white, it was a black cop killing the white team. Oh, throw the book at him and blah blah blah. Hold my beer and blah blah blah. I, I see. I, this is that loose again. The situation that makes me nauseous. Mm-hmm. Because you got two black people representing a white family. Now, I get you know my saying: what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But legal situation: the goose is the goose and the gander is the gander. Right. You keep it separate. There's no way Bancroft should be representing the team's family. There's right. plenty of other high-profile lawyers. Lawyers. Got Rusty Harden, even though he represents Deshaun Watson right now. but There are plenty of high-profile lawyers. I'm not going to include the race in it because we're not a racially made and motivated show, but we always go for black people go black. Mm-hmm. Um, always bet on black, absolutely. And when, I, when you hear about this, now it becomes a, it's becoming a gimmick. Yeah. It's very gimmicky, and I don't like when folks who take a cause like this because it becomes a gimmick. That's why I'm nauseous about it. Right. I mean, if you're going to represent people, represent all people, but don't just do it because you feel like this is a a crowd snatcher or a like a, a popularity thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got the Reverend Al Sharpton here in Arkansas. Ooh, Reverend, why do I always like you, brother? Nah, I'm good. See, now this is where the real fight begins. No. Let a let, let let a black cop kill a white team, then come talk to me. Yeah. Let, let's have a real conversation. Cause problems is gonna happen is they're gonna want the book thrown at that black cop, but we're not gonna throw the book at uh what's his name? It doesn't matter what his name is. Derek Chauvin, yeah, I went there. Sorry. Moving on. Who me? I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white. How could they do such a thing? The unmitigated call. All right, officers in the Breonna Taylor case may have lied about the body cam footage. Man, you wait till. Hold on. Here, here's the thing. If 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 you watch the 2020, the police officers and the SWAT team are pointing guns at each other. Yeah, let let, let as they say, let that sink in. Let that sink in. So you got police officers outside pointing guns, thinking that she's alive, but she's dead because they pulled a boyfriend out. And he's telling you that she's dead in there. And you got police officers SWAT point guns at each other. What do we have here? The failure to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. The statue of Confederate leaders are coming down in Charlottesville. Uh, Robert E. Lee is coming down. Um, I believe there's some more. Uh, but, like, good. I'm glad they erasing this whole Southern Heritage thing. I'm glad. Eradicate the crap off the map. We got two schools in high, uh, two high schools in Houston. They got changed. Jefferson Davis High School is yeah. now Northside High School. And I was like, what happened to Davis? And I was like, eh, that's some Confederate stuff. Right. Wipe it clean. Mm-hmm. Robert E. Lee. Gotta get rid of that. Yeah. We don't even have Lee High School no more. Right. Wipe it clean. Mm-hmm. I, Right. Why you're doing it for the anti-Asians? You know what? Yeah. And while we're talking about you know passing these laws and stuff, um, 
it's been what six years since Brianna, not Brianna, um, Sandra Bland was killed. Yes. Did they has anything come forth since then? No. Yeah. I would say I would need America to do better, but America was never designed for us to do better anyway. Right. <laughs> Word vomit. Yeah. <laughs> No, you said it right. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, I seen a I seen post this past week that said, um, "What's a what's a song that that, that you shouldn't have uh, learned as a, as a child?" First, you know, you thinking like all the songs we learn, like R. Kelly songs and stuff like that. But I was like, shoot, the national anthem. <laughs> Moving on. Mm-hmm. Charges against one of the two siblings in South Carolina have been dropped, and the other officer involved has been fired and has issued apologies. So I think it was about a month ago, South Carolina, these uh, young men, one is 18, one is 20, or one is 17. No, one is 18, one is 20. One is in high school, other one's in college or whatever, and they get wrongfully. And they, they got put in jail for 30 days and one of them lost their scholarship? Right. Yeah. Oh, that whole story stinks because they had nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing on them. And you kept the boys in jail for almost thirty days. With that hadn't hadn't like hadn't filed a crime, said that they did anything, just and all of a sudden you want to apologize. No, keep, keep I need I need your uh, disrespect to be as loud as your apology. Yo, you sorry because you got caught. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Yep. You sorry because you got caught. If the boys would stay in there sixty days, you common sense would be like out of the first two days, well they do that, send them off. But you let them sit in there 30 days, one costing them a scholarship right. and everything, and you didn't do your work, you didn't do your et- your et- your ethical ability, but wait, again, this country ain't designed for us. Right. It never was, never will be. Right. So. Yeah. It happens. Carrie Chapman, Miss Carrie, baby, um, had some words about the whole Maria Taylor and Rachel Nichols saga. Um, she basically was just saying how you know, this stuff has been going on for the longest, like, and not in so many words. But I believe that Carrie Champion was kind of saying, like, in a sense, like, she didn't say the exact words, but in a sense that, you know, Rachel Nichols not wrong with what she said. And then her comment, it just, it, it got exposed, it got leaked out. It's kind of like, you know, let's say you whooping your children and someone records it. And all of a sudden, you know, they, they're in trouble. I mean, you're in trouble for whooping your children, but it's like, you know, that's what you've been doing. It just it, it got recorded. It got leaked, and now someone thinks you you, you, you deserve to be in jail or whatever. I think that's asinine, but it's crazy. This this is America. KKK. Not America, America. America. Barcavius Mingo groomed and sexually assaulted a teenage boy. I believe it was in Dallas. They said in Texas, but somewhere up there in Dallas. Um, That's sick. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand that. Like, what goes through a person's head when they groom a child to be such a way to exploit them later? Right. I don't. It doesn't sit well with me knowing that this big guy we unfiltered. This big, gigantic fellow who plays in the NFL. Who hasn't done much. Who hasn't done much, but is making a pretty decent living. Has the unmitigated gall to sit up there and groom a young boy. 
for his own pleasure. To me, that is sick. To me, that is bothersome. And and then on top of that, how long has this been going on? Like, now, I'm, not, I'm not talking about with just this teenage boy. Like, how long has this been going on before? Like, because it ain't something that just, just uh, right. See, now you open the Pandora's box. Let's open it. Back. Let's open it. All right. <laughs> so, critical race theory. Um, first off, Bacavius Mingo should be in jail, should be, should be under the jail. And, you, of course, you know, in jail, one thing you don't do is mess with old ladies and mess with children. So, like, it's okay if they kill somebody, <laughs> they rob somebody. But if you uh, mess with little children or old and old people, I personally believe they should become eunuchs. Just hack and slash. They said they killed the <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Critical race theory. So. Touched on it last week, and I kind of want to get Stephen's perspective on his thoughts, his mindset on, and his perspective as it pertains to critical race theory, as a, a.k.a. the CRT. First of all, we need it. This country is not going to move forward until you understand the atrocities it created. Now, these old colonizers, don't teach it. It's going to make us look bad. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable for the atrocities of your ancestors. Just like if me being from a certain part of, I found out in my DNA, my people were from a certain part of Africa that was ruthless and were killing people left and right. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but hey, what can I do to make sure that my people aren't doing that type of stuff anymore? See, you've come into this day and age where there's three types of people. People are comfortable with what, the way America is, was, and how it's going to be. People are uncomfortable with this country, and they think it's... Uh, it's garbage. <laughs> See, I try not to be bored. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> there you go. And then there are people who just would rather move. The people in the middle are getting a little louder. They're like, this country is garbage. And you get, you find out more about Lake Lanier and you start digging and digging and you find out that this country did black people wrong. And then you look at the wars. No Puerto Ricans, no Chinese, no chiefs, no da 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 and even all against the against the old people, no Jews. And you realize how when when was this country here great? Then you look at certain inventors. Prime example, Henry Ford. You'll never see me drive a Ford, because guess what? He was a racist and anti-Semite. But he, he invented the Ford Assembly line, I give give him credit for that. He was a great inventor on that Ford. But he had something against blacks. He had something against Jews. And guess what? He had a good fan in Mr. Adolf Hitler. Says in his book, Mein Kampf, that him and Henry Ford exchanged letters with one another. So you tell me, at what time was this country great for us? For anybody but colonizers. Right. So in, this, this even just goes back to me saying how, um, you know, our forefathers who... Exactly. Who, and and I, and I think I shared it last week. I'm not sure, but how, you know, the Jeffersons, the George Washingtons, the John Adams, or whoever you want to call them, are married, and they want to sleep with our women. Now, your wife got the same body parts as <clears throat> the black women, but you want to. Oh, sorry. 
No. <laughs> We're not gonna disagree on that. I mean, it's, uh, like, it's like driving a bicycle, then you and but a motorcycle, right? Yeah, yeah. and you don't want to go back to that bicycle. But but you want you need to keep yeah. the bicycle because it's good and sturdy, right? You need it for backup just in case stuff goes to the wayside. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we again, how is it that they signed the Constitution and said that all men are created equal? But all men were not created equally if blacks were listed as three-fifths. And here's this thing. Let's just tell it like it is. So the world's created in Africa, right, according to the Bible. The people that people that, that, that don't read it claim that they don't read it or claim that they do read it but really not reading it. You know, world's created in Africa. And everybody there looked just like us. So everybody was born in Adam, right? So Adam was black, <clears throat> That means that everybody that's been, been created since Adam is black. We just have different shades, everybody different hues. Different shades because of the different climate. Exactly. Right, and it's all through the Bible, all through the Bible, right? Because I mean, even historical documents for those that right, yeah. and even scientists have proven it that you know, but you know, because two white people cannot create a black baby, right? But only, you know, see. That's why I don't punch for But you know. We, we seem to think that, oh, Jesus has got these blue eyes and blonde hair. I'm like, when? Halfway. When? When if you look at the lineage, you know, he come through the, the line of David. David was black. Matter of fact, David was a different complexion from his brothers. Because it listed as him as saying that David was dark. And they say dark white. He was dark. Oh, wow. How can white be dark anyway? I don't, I don't see, that's, that's what you just... <laughs> Like, wait, wait. like, like it, it's so funny how people say that, again, I've, I've said this before, how people can say that Harriet Tubman is the black Moses, but Moses was black. So how is Harriet Tubman the black Moses and if Moses was black? Can't explain it. No. I can't, can you, you, you can try. And fail. Right. Like, but hey, oh, Harriet Tubman is the black Moses. Mm-hmm. How? Moses was black. They can't explain it. Don't worry. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. Well, you be wait. I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to wait, wait. You know, just throwing it out there. Someone can, someone can explain that to me. Matter of fact, I'm going to post it on my personal page. Someone explain to me how is Harry Tubman known as the black Moses if Moses was black. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Watch. As soon as I'm going to post it. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna remind you too. You gotta. So Black Widow reviews. Um, we haven't seen it yet, um, but we've heard some good reviews about it. That's all I got. Yep. <laughs> so schools are in Houston, I believe, probably the state of Texas, as well. Are saying that if the children are vaccinated, basically the teenagers or people going to high school, I think the age group is 14 to 17. If if they're vaccinated, they won't have to. They won't need a mask for the school year. Mm. I'm sorry. Even if my child, even if my oldest daughter gets vaccinated, she's I'm still require her to wear a mask because I don't trust them. I don't trust children. I don't trust any of my children. So why would I trust children that's not that don't live in my house? But no, let's take it. Let's take it a step further. Uh, did you not see on CNN that Pfizer says, "Hey, they need a booster shot," and the CDC and uh, FDA say, "No booster shot yet." Yeah, Pfizer, Pfizer supposed to be the best one with the highest rate. 
Yeah. Got it in uh, April, I'm going to say August. May, June, July, three months? You're, you, you took two, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me your third? That's no. Thing Not happening. No, no, no. So, what, what, what? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm currently healthy. I've t- taken my COVID test three times. It comes back negative. So, I would not be around this guy if I wasn't, uh, if I was positive. Trust me. But, to each his own, you know, everybody knows about it. My thing is, I don't know what the reflex is going to happen on me. Because right. folks have taken the meds and they have been adverse effects. I'm not trying to scare nobody. If you feel like your body's healthy enough to take the shot, take the shot. But if you feel like you don't need to and you want to frame, wear your mask. That's the option that I said. But when you sit up there and the drug companies are saying, hey, it's time for a booster shot. And your stuff just came out in January and within six months, not even 50% of the population haven't even been vaccinated yet. And you talking about we need a booster? Wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> I bet I won't get no booster shot. I'm vaccinated. I'm good. I ain't had no issues before it. I ain't had no issues since. So There you go. The synagogue in California says uh, the shooting victims, um, saying that, uh, according to a judge, saying that they can sue the gun makers Smith and Wesson. So, here's... Hold on, play. As soon as you get through, it's time for me to put on my cape. Devil's so, advocate. So, so if I empty, open this cap, pour out the water on you, are you going to sue uh, Fiji? If Fiji harms me, yes. Why are you going to sue the water bottle and the water bottle didn't do anything? Because they will take a more thorough investigation to what made the water happen to me. When they said Smith and Weston, Smith and Weston is connected to the NRA. Like, I, NRA been passing gun laws been lobbying for gun laws ever since. So, so you can't sit up there and say, hey, we're going to sue this person. Let's hit this company up. And then you create a liable suit. They'll stop lobbying so much. See, that? That's, see that's the angle that, I, when I saw that, I said, that's stupid. I said, well, wait. This is in California. Yes. California's an anti-gun state. They want to hit the NRA where it hurts. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You hit the gun people. The gun people go to the NRA saying, man, if this case goes through, there's going to be plenty of cases like this. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to quit and let these people do what they need to do. Stop trying to pass all these guns around. Right. I feel you. Moving on. <laughs> About to take over for the 9-9 in the 2000, you heard me? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Juve. Say, girl, you looks good. Won't you vax that thing up? You's a fine young brother. Won't you vax that thing up? <laughs> This just validates Bizzle's point as it pertains to um, giving you a stack and some KY. I'm sorry. I'm mad that he came up with this kids about vaccinated version. I'm done. That's, that's like, I, when I hear that, I think of all those colonizing kids. Talking about, Girl, you looking good. <laughs> Hold my beer. Come on, let's dance. Two step. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> They even have a video. I saw the video. That's why I'm like, because when I first saw it, I said, oh, Juve came up with a song. And I heard the song, and he's saying, girl, you didn't do it, you vaccinated thing. Vax. So I'm going to get vaccinated today. I said, you know what I'm saying, baby, from the New Year, bruh. You I know? Said, they just do a stack of cat. I said, Juve, was the struggle that hard, my guy? Yeah. 
was, was receiving royalties for making this thing up that hard? Did Birdman screw you over so bad you wouldn't get no money, my guy? Well, Manny Fresh dropped the beat too, so. <laughs> he was he in the video the, too. He, he looking out like somebody's auntie. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> oh. I'm sorry. That that would not be a way to be like, you know what? I'm going to go get vaccinated. No. That, like, that's, that's, uh, that's that. That song is, that's is that the high. That's version of. <laughs> it's like. Uh, I, can't even, I can't even fathom the words to say of how awful this is. And what I see when I hear it. If I don't see black people do it. I see a lot of. Everybody else do it to about, yeah, I'm gonna vex that thing up, baby. Yeah. But no, not us, though. Uh, not us. Uh, and oh. then two years later, we have a zombie apocalypse. Okay, regular <laughs> All right. So, just because we're blood does not mean we're family. So, this topic stems from, yeah, I know I go to church, I'm a faithful Christian, all the other good stuff. So, Thursday nights, we have a service. Y'all should come out. 10355 Mills Road, um, Houston, Texas, 77070. Time of Celebration Ministry Church. Check us out. Thursday night services. So at 730. Um, Great insert. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that in there. So my boy Jerry Flowers Jr. talked about that's not what friends do. Um, it's a good good sermon. And he talked about how, you know, just because we blood doesn't mean we're family. And it comes from this, you know, this whole thing that, that, that we are loyal by default to our family because that's family. We got to support whatever habit they got going on. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I.e., let's say, for instance, you don't drink or you don't smoke or whatever, but your uncle, somebody, you know, go ahead and loan them $50, $40 to do this, do that. You know, that's your uncle. We family. We got to look out for each other. Pause. Yeah, no, 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 no. If I don't do something, why am I going to support what you do? That means I'm condoning your behavior. Uh, no. Try again. Yeah, trust me. No one in my family can come in and ask me, hey, can you buy me a drink or can you give me some smokes? I'm like, mm, nah, I'm good. I go, Not for me. Really? Yeah. Nah. Not for me. Mm. Nah. I don't do that. No. So, why, why am I going to support your habit? It's not how I wrote. Sorry, not sorry. So, yeah. Whew, this next one. <laughs> a biological male wins Miss Nevada. The prettiest woman in Nevada is a male. Now notice I said male and not a man. Because you're a male by birth. A man by choice. It's a difference. So, the alphabet community. They stopped at the queue and put a plus sign because there's so much that's going on. Never too much, never too much, never too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, you almost threw an alley hoop, but I was going to dunk it, but I no, said, no, I'm not going to do no, it. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, know, you know how they say, trying to think of something positive to say, but nothing seems to come to mind? Mama said, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. I ain't got nothing good to say. <laughs> Moving on. So, Don Clark Sr. was shot at least nine times, at least nine times by police. And, and this was in uh, St. Louis. The family is suing 
is assuming for falsely using a no-knock warrant warrant to raid Clark's house. Police say they were justified. So here's what happened. Um, this was, I think, 2017. Don Clark Sr., who uh, is, you know, he's a veteran. He's, you know, he's he's a veteran or whatever. And, you know, he has, I think he's a diabetic. Like, he has stuff going on or whatever. Yeah. So he's at home on his couch. And police just bust in, no knock warrant, or just basically busting this guy's house and raided, shoot him at least nine times, at least. That's good, man. So that means the minimum of guns of 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 bullets that came in the house was nine. That's the least number. Police said it was justified. I don't get it. My my thing. Now hold on, let me let me say this too. So we go back to this whole thing about Kaepernick disrespecting the flag, right? Don Clark Sr. was a veteran. Was a veteran. So who's disrespecting who? Kaepernick was talking about the racial injustice against black and brown community. But yet, let me stop. I'm going to let you go on because I'm going to try to keep my emotions in check. Go ahead. I'm going to let you have it real quick. The thing that stick out the most about this. Yeah, me neither. Um, nine times is what's sticking out to me. At least. That's the least number of gunshots that was fired. Was nine. See, my thing is, when there is a no-knock issue, and this is just my opinion, I'm going to be honest about it. If it's a failed no-knock issue, it goes to three. It goes to three channels. The judge that issues it, the chief that confirms it, and the officers involved. Okay. First person that should be facing backlash is the judge that says, "Go on ahead and do." It. The second person is the chief that says, "Go on ahead and do." It. You had two points of accountability right there to make sure that this does not become garbage. I'm, I'm trying to be. Dumpster juice. See, you 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 find the right words, fight brother. (laughs) Trying to make sure this is not a dumpster juice situation. And by the time it gets to the final part of the no knock, you should have every piece of good yet uncircumstantial evidence that you're not going to go in there and shoot the wrong person. And what did you do? Phase one, phase two, no double check. Well, this should be fine. Phase three, bah bah bah. Oh man. It's messed up. We uh we didn't mean to bust in your house like that, and I and we were justified. How, Troy? Right. Can't justify, it, but yet you used to say that uh us taking a knee is disrespecting the flag and the and the military and stuff like that. But this guy's a veteran, and he did everything right. He still got done wrong. All right. So. A woman in, I forgot what state, unleashes a fury in the courtroom of a former police officer who shot her son in the back. Um, her words really got to me. It was, what if, what if this was your son? And, the, and like, I almost brought tears to my eyes because she was like, you know, she said that she hate the judge. She hate the... No, not not the judge, but she hate the officer that shot her son in the back, and she hate her lawyer. 
who went behind them back and got a plea deal. Yes. That, ooh. Like. That boat, man. Like, you were more concerned about getting the win versus then doing what's right for justice. And that's crazy, right? Man, that's, that's young, crazy, my guy. Like, I just. Like, like, why don't this lawyer go and support the, the, uh, the white teens family in Arkansas? Or he can go play in traffic in four, on 45. Mm. I'm, shoot, I might, get, I might get suspended for that one. Mm. Well, I guess I found that. <clears throat> uh, but her, like, I could, like, just reading the words broke me down. Because this police officer is just sitting there, like, as if he didn't do anything wrong. And now... Because, again, because of our skin color, you have an issue with us. And you think that you're supposed to be superior. Nope. God only made one race, and that's the human race. And he started with a black man. Y'all just haven't come to terms. You probably won't ever come to terms to it. And you're going to teach your children not to come to terms with it. So it's a generational curse or a generational cycle that needs to be broken. So, all right, moving on. Quick question. Actually, I'm going to save that one. So, the death toll rises to 94 in Florida. And can somebody please explain to me what happened? Like, did the building collapse? Did, was there an explosion on I, Surfside? I'm still trying to understand that, too. Like, because like, I just, you know, woke up one day and was like, yeah, building collapsed, condo collapsed in Florida, in Surfside, Florida. I was like. Well, what happened? Like, all I hear is that they chill trying to get people out and things like that. But I'm like, it's crazy. Uh, Haitian president assassinated in his own home. And the doctor's the lead suspect. I'm going to toss that up to you. Okay. Finally, there's been some resolution about Haiti and France. Because anybody doesn't know that Haiti and France had a war a while back, a long time ago. And France made Haiti offers. We'll leave, but you got to pay us for the rest of our life. For the rest of your lives. Well, the UN's intervened and said, hey, y'all wrong for that. Don't do that. Half of France is in favor of it. Other half of France is like, no, that's our money. We need to keep it. This this president here was about to put declarations in for them receiving reparations. The forces that be that assassinated him was actually getting paid off. And we're trying to make sure that that didn't happen. To me, I don't understand it, but the way politics are and the way and how backwards politicking is, when you go back and get reparations, Haiti will receive a lot of money. And a lot of people don't want that. No, just like they don't want to pay us. Oh, I went there. So the West Valley Police Department, the whole department needs to be let go. This is in Utah. Um, a guy was under the influence. Um... And wasn't doing anything wrong, right? He was just under the influence. They took a breathalyzer, and they held him in, like, in holding or whatever. But they took him into one of the police uh, offices or whatever, and they basically just toyed with him. And from the body cam footage, they tried to say that he tried to grab one of the guns or whatever, and they shot and killed him. The exact words the police officer said was, you're about to die, my friend, and shot him. Yeah. That whole department needs to be let go. 
that whole. So he literally just told him, just gave, just executed him. Yeah. You're about to die, my friend. Saying this, saying that he grabbed for the gun. How you can grab for the gun and his, and his hands are behind his back? Like, how can I grab for your gun? There's nobody behind you. There was nobody behind him for him to grab a gun. Like, honestly, like right now with my hands behind my back, I cannot feel for no gun. I cannot reach for no gun. How can I? No. Now, if his hands was forward, I can see if he did. But his hands was behind his back handcuff. And he had the audacity to say, you're about to die, my friend, and you shoot and kill him. Yeah. Because, you know, you have police officers who want to enforce the law but don't want to apply the law to the, to themselves. I can't tell you how many times I've seen police officers run red lights or fail to use their turn signal or speed when there's no need to speed. But you pull me over or pull someone else over for doing the sex for doing the exact same thing that you're doing. Like, I believe unless it's an emergency, and I've even seen ambulance do it too. Like unless it's an emergency, you should not flash your lights just just, just to get out of a red light or whatever. Like I think that's that's ridiculous. I think that's not cool at all. It's actually you being a hypocrite. Because if I run a red light, you're gonna hand me a ticket. Are you gonna give yourself a ticket? Probably not. But that's for another day, another time. All right. So it's relationship time. I'm trying to have some fun. I'm trying to get some relationship. You were telling me about this last week, and I was like, okay, let's see what's yeah. going for the blowing. So, um. Bought these cards, like Ace Metaphor. It's about relationship debates. I don't know if y'all can see them. People who listening, you just have to watch it on uh, Facebook on the Unfiltered Sportsman podcast. Uh, like the page, follow us. Yep, that was another quick commercial. So, well, you know, I try. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Pippin? Anyway, so some questions to ask. We're going to bounce each bounce the stuff off each other, what we think about this and that. Um, so the first one is, and I, I put it in here, but it's something I saw on Facebook as well. If a man goes to a woman's house who has children, is he, ob- is he obligated to bring dinner for the children as well? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'm going to let you go first. See, in these type of situations, I hate these type of questions. Because two things happen. Obligation and kindness. If it's discussed that if you knew this woman had kids, this is just me. Just my wife had a daughter before. Uh, my oldest. She had a daughter for me. If we went somewhere, and she wants something to eat. If I'm fully invested, yeah, I'm going to include the kids. Always. All the time. 365. But that's another thing between us. Now, you got mothers out there who think it's me and you and then they, they find out later, hey, you got kids. Can you bring them something to eat? That wasn't, that wasn't a mitigator between us. That wasn't a deal between us. That wasn't pushed between us. So why am I uh, doing it? So at the end of the day, this is what the two consenting adults decide to do. I agree 110% with that. So I'm on the same boat. Like, And then my, my thing is, it's like, if you knew I was coming, why didn't you say something? Or why didn't you mention that, say, maybe the first couple of dates? And, and see, that's why you got to ask these questions when you go out on dates. Um, got to ask these questions like, um, do you have children? Like, you, you, have, you have to ask that question. Because 
that way and let that guy or or woman decide if you still want to mess with you or not because you got some people who may not want to be with somebody who have children and i don't want to hear that way everybody got children now everybody don't have children i know quite a few people who are not married or you know people who are married who don't have children so you can't say that everybody has children everybody don't have children everybody's not going around just dropping babies left and right because that's what you did in, in your house <laughs> I'm just saying. So, let's start with the first one. So, I pulled some randomly. Questions are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, I got eight. Shout out to Kobe. R.I.P. Anyway. Be respectful. All right. So, I'm going to ask you first, and then I'm going to piggyback. All right, you suspect your best friend's significant other is cheating, but you have no concrete proof. Do you tell your best friend why or why not? Okay. If I'm going I-45 South and they're going I-45 North and I can't prove it's an accident up ahead, I can't interfere with that. Now, if I know, say for example, if I see two of my married coworkers and they, uh, and they, Mess with other coworkers, and I can't prove that they mess with other coworkers. Yeah, girl. Uh, I saw your man the other day. He he was hanging out with the other coworker. What proof is it? Uh, it's just a hunch. He the way he bats his eyes when he sees her. You know how stupid I look. I don't, my thing is I don't like looking stupid. So guess what? Right. I'm not gonna do it. Right. Well, I'll say this for me. I'm not gonna say anything because. That person should be a man or a woman enough to tell that person that you're cheating. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to decide. It's not for me to be like, hey, you know, like, I'm using you as an example because you're here, let's say, and and I know you're not going to cheat on my boy. I'm just using that as an example. Um, let's say if I see her out and she's with another guy or whatever, I'm not going to be like, yo, Steve, I saw Ann with another dude or whatever, man. They, they was real close to each other. I ain't going to say nothing. No, that's, she needs to make the decision on her own to decide to tell you, hey, I was with another guy. And if y'all hadn't discussed that this is a guy that you already know or don't know, whatever, that's between y'all. That's not for me to decide. That's my take on it. Again, and I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Don't hold that against me. Right. Being used as an example. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You like the provocative picture of an old platonic friend on social media. Your significant other gets upset and says, if you love me, you don't unfo- you, follow him or her. What do you do? Click. <laughs> U-N-F-O-L-L-O-W. <laughs> Please tell him. <laughs> um... I don't, well, mm. I'm going to hit that unfollow button so fast. <laughs> right. Because here's the thing. Women are human rolodexes. Can I, can I play devil's advocate on this one? Yeah, you can. You can. So, so here's my take. It's social media, right? For, for me, it's social media. Like, why are you upset over a like? I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know to keep the peace in the home. 
<laughs> that's the I know, right? So I'm 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 playing devil's advocate. I'm not like this is not me. Um, it's a picture. You know what I, you know what I mean? It's a picture. No one's checking for and I say I because I have a female best friend who lives in Virginia, whatever. And I mean, like, I don't think I've ever seen her post anything that's provocative that'd be like, ooh, dang girl. Like, no. But I mean, I'm not gonna be like, you know, like I've known this person for umpteen years. I'm like, but because cause my thing is it's gonna come a time. Hold on, I gotta I gotta say this. Cause it's gonna come a time where Something's gonna happen on your end. I'm gonna be like, if you love me, you you gonna follow that person. And first things gonna happen. I mean, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel it. But me being raised around the women I was raised and how mm-hmm. I was in college and the plethora of information about women. The one thing women have is this mental augmentation. To remember every fault to what to the day you were born to the day you die, and do you want her to say, "I remember on July 15, 2021, when I asked you to unfollow that girl at seven o'clock p.m. and you didn't unfollow her, and now she's sending you pictures, and I told you a while back to unfollow her." You see what that led to? You see what that led to? Because I know helpless. I'm editing myself. I know heifers because I'm a female myself. So I know what they be thinking. You should have unfollowed her. <laughs> that, that, and see, I don't, I don't, I'm 38. I got to that point where my my fortitude for that, any type of conversation like this is like low. Right. <laughs> I feel you. incredibly low. All right. <laughs> this next question. Uh, your significant other. Surprises you with a home-cooked anniversary dinner. You take one bite and it's nasty. Excuse me. How do you handle the rest of the feast? I'm going to let you answer this first. First and of all, baby, I'm telling you now, you never will cook anything nasty. But in this case, in scenario, I would have to tell you the truth. If you sit up there and you created something that was not good, it's going to go up to 513, a.k.a. the trash. <laughs> and it's the same thing for my wife. My wife is an awesome cook. So, so as you can see, I can't lose weight because she keeps cooking good stuff. I ain't mad at her, though. I ain't mad at her. And she can bake, too. So, um, But in this scenario like this, um, I would, you know, tell her, like, mm, what did you put in this? Like, I'm asking questions, like, you know, try to figure out, like, what you did to it and things like that. Because, you know, I want to know, like, mm, if I should eat this or not. Or, and it could be anything. Like, you could have not cooked the chicken all the way. Something like that. You know, it could have been a, a plethora of things that could have happened. Um, But, yeah, I would let it be known, like, say something about it. So, that way there's no... There's no secret, so to speak. Um, what does the Bible say? I'd rather hear a harsh truth than a beautiful lie, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, but that is what it says. Like, uh, a open, open wound 
a truthful open wound is better than a like a beautiful lie or something like that. It, it's in Proverbs, so that I do know. I have to go back and read it again. Um, but yeah, moving on. <laughs> this next one, you broke up with your significant other less than a week ago, and they are already in another relationship. What does that mean? That means they was already in that relationship. They were just waiting on the reason to break up with that you. That means they nasty. Yeah. They was already in another relationship. They was already in that relationship yeah, when they was with you. Else. They were just yeah. waiting for me to drop off. And that's actually happened to me before. <clears throat> Moving on. But you but you got your crown jewel. Yeah, well, you know, before you get your gods, then you always get a counterfeit. I bet it before you get your diamonds, you ought to go through a bunch of cubic zirconia. Yeah, that too. All right. A person you like admits to cheating. This is a good one. Admits to cheating in every serious relationship they've had, but says they've changed. Is it a deal breaker? Whew. Edit myself. Yes, it is. Oh. Mm. 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 Or they don't like being alone. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I would definitely watch your actions. And this is where... Got to talk about my boy Jerry again because he's preaching on this discernment series, having discernment. Having discernment means seeing what's behind the person or whatever. Basically, like, giving the person time to basically tell on themselves. So, if you say you change, all right, I need to see it. I need to test you to see if if, if you if you really have changed. Because the, there are three people that tell the truth. Someone who's angry. Someone who's drunk or a child. So if you're angry about something, you're upset about something, that's going to tell me if you, who you say you are or if you've really changed. All right. You're dating a person, or in our situation, I'll say you're dating a woman, and they say they want to wait until marriage to have sex. How do you respond? Well, that's pretty easy. Okay, I'm down with that. Want to yeah. wait till marriage? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was pretty easy. I'm like... Everybody should wait till you, till you get married. But no one wants to do that. They want to be, I can't say, well, I can't say it. Everybody want to be hot in their panties and pants. And they don't want to wait because they feel like they're going to miss out on something or they want to test drive it. Ooh, wait a minute. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I was in the car the other day. Okay. And I got hit with that picture. This is a strong epiphany, so. Hold on to some of your teeth because it's strong. It's cotton mouth strong. Ooh. So, Alright. I was thinking about why were we having, was engaging in sex while we were so young, right? Now, watch this. <clears throat> the men on the side of wanting to do sex is all here, right? They just want, they just want to do the action. Bop, 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 bop. Mm-hmm. Girls get pressured into doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Then when they find out that it really wasn't worth it, they have that aha moment. So now they spend the rest of their life trying to pleasure themselves, trying to find out what can make them happy. Because the process of the action is simple. There's nothing grand about it. It's a simple... Right. And that's it's it. It's like a vapor. Yeah, that's it. One hit and that's it. Right. <laughs> oh. I think you see what they working with first. 
Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> While you're trying to test drive, you're trying to compare to something that was... She said, if it sucks, you ask asking for trouble. <laughs> no. That, that, <laughs> no, see, that's why... Because, see, the thing is, that this is what happens. You, uh, let's say it happens, right? You lose your virginity, and let's say it's, according to you, it's awesome. But to that person, may be like, mm. Yeah. Right. So now, because it was awesome, you were trying to find that person who made it feel awesome for you. And now you're trying to compare it to what it was instead of appreciating who you have. Because it's more it's more to the relationship than just sex. Mm-hmm. So if all you're in for is sex, then, well, we know why you're here. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing at Anne. She's hilarious. Yes. Uh, but so, yeah. Moving on. A woman feels her significant other should take care of the domestic duties since she pays all the bills. He responds, no. Cooking and cleaning makes me feel less of a man. What advice do you give this man? Wait a minute. Hold on. Um, see, I already got it in my mind. I know in my, 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 my spirit animal, my spirit animal is a stay-at-home day. That's my spirit animal. Because... I can stay at home, kids, cook, clean. If Ann is making $200,000 a year, where's my apron? How you want that pot roast baby? You want fried fish, fried chicken, grill? What? Tell me. I have no problem with that. Because in today's culture, if I'm still doing the household duties and I'm still being respected by her as a man of the house, well, she says, baby, I pay the bills or whatever, so here's, here's, I bring in the money, but this is how the bills will be done with you. Because that's how Ann is with me now. You know, we both make, you know, I'm still the head of the house, but it was times where I was not employed, and I was a stay-at-home father. And she still gave me that right as a man. So, based on who you are with, that conversation is, should be based on one-on-one of who you with. Like, I can't say, hey, Deja, being a stay-at-home father is the greatest thing on earth. And so if he is making that money, stay home, son. That may not be your cup of tea. You know, you may want to be the ultimate provider and do all that other stuff and make Sophia be a nice and make. Sorry. Sorry. I demand. Makes and demands (laughs) don't work here. I'm sorry. Sophia, I was not trying to say make it just slip. Um, the options for Sophia to work or the options for her to stay at home, those those are open. You know, that's that's how y'all relationship works. Right. So at the end of the day, but for me in my house, if my wife was making a bunch of money, <laughs> baby, how you want breakfast anymore? Be, be, be at home watching Younger the Wrestlers and stuff. Man. <laughs> like, what you doing, baby? Watching my stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pat my head. Fresh haircut, pat right. my head. So, um, every household is different, right? And obviously, you know, there's a time where my wife wasn't working or I wasn't working. So, here's here's what it boils down to. I give Tepta Brown situation an example. That's a good situation. Like, her husband worked or whatever. Now, he's at a place, they're at a place where, you know, he can stop working and she can pursue her dream. Whatever the case may be. Or vice versa. So, I mean, depending on, like, I mean, 
I can't say that that there's a certain number that would be that that if if my wife made all the money and paid all the bills that I would be a stay at home because we have to get out of this mindset that it's not just her money or my money. Once we're married, it's our money. So for me, I I, I grew up always working from the time I was thinking like 11 to 12, 13 or whatever, working with my grandfather, picking up scrap metal. And that's just, just what we did. So then this was during the summertime. They gave me a first look into working, you know, doing something, putting money in my pocket. I wasn't told about tithes and offering then, or they just say, pay your tithes and offering, but they never told you instructions. They never educated me on how to do it. I didn't learn it until I got older as an adult. So for me, if she was, you know, making the most money, let's just use $200,000 a year, use that number, I would still try to work part-time, only because that's just who I am mm-hmm. as a person. But again, every household is different. But, you know, you know, the, the plan is to always get to a place where, for me, my wife doesn't have to work. Right now, that's not it. So, you know, it is what it is. But Hit that lottery. Right. Hit that lottery. <laughs> Ain't nobody working. <laughs> except, except the children. Girl, take out the trash. Clean them dishes. <laughs> nah, they probably going to do that. Probably get a nanny. I was going to say something, but I can't. I'm going to be nice today, y'all. I'm going to be nice. All right, moving on. This is the last one. A woman's significant other wants her to change clothes because he feels the outfit is too seductive. She feels the outfit is empowering and will not change. Who's right? And explain. Can I go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to go first. (laughs) No. So here's my take. If I tell my wife that I think something is wrong with that outfit, you know, I not not saying I expect her like I'm demanding you to do it in a sadistic way. It, it, it is yourself. Watch what you say. Right, <laughs> but if I'm telling you that it that I believe that you're gonna draw more attention to yourself for for that outfit, there's a there's a level of expectation to be like you know what. He might be right about this. Let me change. Because, again, this goes back to the. Whole thing, what I said earlier about you want me to unfollow this friend, but I'm actually to change and you choosing not to. Yeah. Mic drop. Mm. So if I'm telling you that I think that's a little too provocative, too sexy, I mean too seductive for other for other men be looking at you a certain way, like man, he got his girl out there dressing out there like that. It becomes an issue. But if she's saying this is empowering, okay. Well, I guess we're not going nowhere. What we have here is a standstill. Right. <laughs> Time for me to play. Devil's advocate. If my wife, my significant other, decides to come out the house in something that she's comfortable in and it's empowering, I have the testicular fortitude to say, rock it. My thing is, a dude touches you, I'm a rocker. <laughs> so you're a Rockefeller? Exactly. <laughs> Rockets like a mother. <laughs> so. <laughs> because my thing is, I have enough, like, like, for example, my wife has bought me clothes that has been attracting people. Like, we go to the mall and literal women have seen me and, my, and stuff that she's bought me. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, 
that dress we went looked for, we saw it together. We enjoyed it together. So the the, the component of the question is, did, did you see this dress in full scale before she put it on in the first place? And that's, that's where I'm coming from with how me and her are. When she buys a dress, she always shows it. And she has some some very, very nice looking dresses. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it like it is, Doc. She got some bum dresses, like for real. And, and some, some days, they a little curvature. And I'm like, I had a clip of pearls. And I'm like, we've we, we seen this dress together. Right. So if she's like, babe, I want to wear this one, rock it. If you rock it well, rock it. Lean with it. Rock with it. Lean with it. Rock with it. Lean with it. And then if a fella be like, yo, I'm like, this is the rock. <laughs> I will rock a fella. <laughs> Billy's hot rock fellas. Yes. Thunder? Lightning. <laughs> we'll rock you. We will, we will rock you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, I get where you're coming from. From the devil's advocate side, but it's and I, I guess I guess it's it's my beliefs and values and things like that that go into in part because I'm always thinking about you know always being modest in your appearance because you can still be sexy, fully dressed. And that's that's why I was coming from me, right? My wife because she does pick modest pieces and then some of those pieces are like bam 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 like right, but it's still modest. Like, oh. Right, like like for instance, you you can't. Fault a woman for being fully dressed and her butt sticks out or her chest sticks out if she's fully dressed like that you can't fault. Yeah, but if you if you if your dress is up to your to your middle thigh meat and your, your chest is out when you know you could wear something, you know. Now if you sit up there wearing partial stripper clothes, then we have a problem. Right, that's the Cause, issue. Because nah, now everybody's seeing what I see on a right. consistent basis. Right, right. Exactly. That's where we're going for. All right, all right. <laughs> that's all today and advice we given today. You can check us next week on the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. We need to keep this up. I'm right, right. And we're going to start pinning some of the questions on the page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, Democrats walk out of Austin and go to D.C., and now Governor Hotwell says they'll be arrested if they come back due to stopping, I'm going to say voting rights. I did say voting suppression, but it's the same thing. He's going to roll in there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like Kadeem Hardison on uh, Biker Boys. Shut up. <laughs> I honestly, I literally just thought about it. I literally, it just popped in my head. It was like, how how he was, <laughs> bruh. A lot of people to vote. They're eighteen. They can vote. Don't don't limit voting because you, you think to get kicked out of office, right? Because you think it's voting fraud. No, it it wasn't voting fraud. What the problem is the the voting turnout is the problem. Yeah, and it came with a sweeping notion. Right. The folks of old, right? That they say statistically that all the all the old white political powers will be out within two hundred thirty five years, which means America will be finally progressing by then. Yeah. But America says two hundred thirty five years. This bull, they start cutting at the trees right now. Yeah. So the first move was getting Trump out of office. Our yeah. next move was actually putting in a capable president. I voted for Biden because that was the lesser of two evils. I couldn't take another four years of Trump. That's just right. Couldn't couldn't. Take another year. I probably would have never eat eight oranges again until he got out of office. Yeah, that's for another conversation. Cheetos was, Cheetos was not a part of my diet for right. the whole four years. Now I'm eating them things like hotcakes. Right. 
uh, also, I guess this is another relationship thing. I, for, I forgot to bump it up first. Anyway, and I do have a good valid suggestion for this as well. But I'm going to let you go first to this question. So how hard is it for a man to love again after he's been cheated on? And what can a woman do to make sure that he doesn't relive his past hurt? I'm going to let you go first. That's a loaded question. At the end. Right. I'm going to let you go first. See, I hate being your friend. Because you you know I'm not like nobody else on the planet. Nobody. Nobody, baby. When folk have... When folk ask me about emotional stuff like this, I always become very psychological and pragmatic because it's what I would do. But I know what I would do goes against what the 95% of the world would do. Me, in this situation, getting cheated on, I always look at parameters of people going to do what they do. Yeah, I'm going to be hurt, but hey, there was something about me that made you feel attracted to somebody else. And y'all did something. Right. And uh, if I caught you in the act, or if you admitted to me what you did, eh, I'm not going to sit up there and, you did this to me. I'm going to be like, man, that hurt. That's messed up. But uh, I can't force you to stay with me. Right. I can't force you to do anything that you don't want to do. Right. You want to walk out that door and meet that person and do whatever, that's fine. You walk out that door, don't come back no more. Yeah. <laughs> If I were to get cheated on in, in my next relationship, I won't. I'm not gonna hold that lady to the, the expectation that the woman cheated on me. Right. I'm gonna still have the same ideology. You wanna be with me? All right, be with me. And if you sit up there and you cheat on me too, okay, that means there's something wrong with you. Right. There's something that makes that makes you want to pursue somebody else. So guess what? I was sit up there and be in my own little place, playing my own little video game. Mind my own business, tend to my kids well. That's right. just me. Right. Because I understand people do what people do. Right. All right. So, for me, and I think we're kind of on the same page. People are going to do what they're going to do. Um, I think when you think about people cheating on one another, something had to have happened to where there was a lack of attention and, and and I'm not mean talking about in the bed. Like I'm talking about like conversations, um, t- having 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 open communication and things like that. Uh, that would be the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I believe in my whole heart of hearts that a man can love again, and to the woman that he would be pursuing. Notice I said a man pursuing a woman, not woman pursuing a man. That is so bad. That's what for another thing. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm trying to gather my thoughts. All right. So, there's really nothing that the woman can do to assure he, he doesn't relive his past other than let him heal on his own. See, because th- that, that's something that we don't ever talk about in relationships. When you, let's say someone cheats and y'all break up and, <sighs> I'm sorry. Ooh, yeah. Oh, baby, come back. Baby, don't go, you know, type of thing. We do all this crying and getting our little soapbox and all this other stuff. And they used to say the fastest way to get over somebody is to move on to someone else. I don't think that's entirely true. I think you need time to heal first. Mm -hmm. Like, heal, 
figure out what it is that you want, what it is that you desire in a woman. And I'm just speaking from a man's perspective. Figure out who you is that you want in a woman and go on from there. But don't sit up and be like, um, don't, don't, don't put all of the pressure on that woman that you're coming to be. But like, oh, I don't know if you're going to hurt me. I've been hurt before in the past. I just want to do this. I just want to do that. But no, because hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. So that's, that's why it becomes a cycle. Men hurt woman, woman hurt man. Man hurt woman, woman hurt man. Then they go hurt hey. somebody else. Then they go hurt somebody else. Because I mean, a man hurt a man, then woman hurt a woman. Man hurt a man, then this another conversation. Moving on. <laughs> well, we got a whole bunch of topics for next week, haven't we? Oh yeah, <laughs> we got to start planning it now. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, that that man has to heal, and I even say vice versa for women. Like, if a guy cheats on you, you can still love again, but you just have to get to a place where you're healed, heal fully, not just healed, and then because. True healing, I'll say this, is when you could say, God bless the person that hurt you and you standing in front of them. Or you could say, I'm going to pray for you even though you hurt me. That's real healing. But that's a deep revelation that some of y'all ain't ready to have. So, Illinois becomes the first state to require Asian American history taught in schools. I'm going to move on from that real quick because I don't want to get ticked off about it. Okay. I'll take the mental. The reason, and I'm going to be just blunt, Black History Month ain't even supposed to be Black History Month. It started off as Black History Week. The man who decided to create the Black History Week was hoping that it would be fully integrated into American history and stuff to not be separated. So why in God's name would you want to have Asian history taught in schools? Asian American history. Just include it into the whole demographic of what is America. Since we so big and united. Just include it. You ain't got to tell us. You ain't got to separate the demographic. Just include the entire demographic. If Asians made contribution to this dang country, just include it. Right. If blacks made contribution to this country, just include it. Well, and we it, made a big contribution. I mean, I'm just saying, 95 to 97% of this country has been touched by black hands in some yes. way. So we are the curators and inventors of this country. Right. The country is running on its full steam because of stuff that Cause Tom, we cause, do. Right, because Thomas Edison didn't know how to make a filament to make the light bulb last. Shh. Oh, I'm going there. But we ain't got enough time. I know, we got to get to the sports part. I know. But it's been so good. I know. We so got, good. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Okay. So, if you integrate everything, we won't need this separation. If everybody knew something about somebody, we could understand each other better. That is, is stupid. It's like, they was like, oh, we're going to start talking about LGBTQ Americans. If they contributed to some of the science or whatever already, there's really no need to include their sexual preference. Well, they, ha- they have added something to science. They went to the doctor and be like, I, I don't want this body part. I want that body part. Save that for next week, man. Nope, it needed to be said. We gotta, we gotta go through the sports because this is good sports stuff. Yeah, well, but we it, got time. It's, it's, it's a bit far fetched to me to see that folks is jumping on this bandwagon of re- cultural representation, but you're still keeping folks separate. Yep, all right, moving on. That's enough news for the day. 
Let's get into these. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> get into this sports. Sports. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The NBA Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks against the Phoenix Suns. And the Suns lead two games to one. Game four be tomorrow. What are your thoughts so far? It's going according to plan. Some people are like, it's going to be a blowout. I said, nah, again, they probably didn't pull two games. I'd probably go to six, maybe go to seven. Because um, they can make adjustments. But <coughs> just as well as they can make adjustments, as long as CP3 out there, they'll make adjustments. Yeah. I think in order for the Bucks to come back and win this series, is this going to be contingent on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday? Which is fine, but I'm telling you now, if I, I want to, I, I, I ain't gonna say I want to end the six, but it's gonna end the six, and it's because of Mr. Booker. He has literally, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put it like this. He has literally showed his butt. He's right. literally pulled down his pants and moves everybody in NBA this season, like he, like Bart Simpson. Exactly. <laughs> like he's. He told everybody don't have a cow man, and he went cowabunga on everybody because that. Yeah. That he he's definitely taking the league by storm. Yes. Um, the USA team loses to the Nigerian and Australian team. They're in trouble, and I don't want to hear this. Oh, we're waiting on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Devin Booker to get here. No, y'all got Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. This this whole league is new to me because <laughs> I've seen Kevin Durant. Now, I've watched Kevin Durant all season. I get one block shot <laughs> in this game. Nobody really can block his quick release. But every time now, <laughs> I saw a Nigerian block his shot, and then I saw somebody from Australia block his shot. And all I see is, oh, my God, wee, yeah. wee. This goes back to me saying that Kevin Durant is not an alpha dog. He's not. He's he's never been an alpha dog on any team he's been on. He's always been the, a strong support player. I give him credit for being an all star. He's a you, he's a great scorer. Give exactly, him all of that. Exactly. But but alpha dog? No, that ain't him. And you and if you don't feel the man's mantra of <clears throat> of who he is, is there something wrong? Right. He lets he lets everybody else around him do what they do, and right. he just scores. Right, like prime example. Let let let's look at Kevin Durant's career. So, at the University of Texas, yeah, he was the best player uh, most most nights. But the alpha dog on the team was DJ Augustine. He is drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder, aka the Seattle SuperSonics. And a year later, they draft Westbrook. And hey, guess who's the alpha dog there? Russell Westbrook. So then you leave. And go to Golden State. Who's the alpha dog there? Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. Now you're in Brooklyn. And if you would have had a healthy Kyrie and a actually in shape Harden, he still would not have been the worst. Right. But nonetheless, when James Harden got there, you were no longer the alpha dog, which you weren't the alpha dog when you was there before James Harden got there. So like your whole career is gonna be based on you not being the alpha dog. But but see, Kevin Durant be getting his feelings on Twitter too. Someone said something negative about him. Hey, did it this and that. Like like Scott, he, uh, Scottie Pippen came out and said something. But I think Scottie Pippen was coming from a place where he was hurt. He just lost his son, 
So he's dealing with that, and he would just come out saying what he was saying. Like, because here's the thing. Every time Kevin, Kevin Durant hits online, he doesn't, so this is what I'm saying. Like, when somebody compares him to uh, Giannis, he's like, don't compare me to Giannis. And when people try to compare him to LeBron, don't you dare compare him to LeBron. At first, I was like, oh, man, this man getting mad because he did this and this. No. He doesn't want to be compared to folk who sit up there and hack and slash and hack and slash and hack and slash. LeBron was a hack and slash beast. He's going to take over, take control of the game. LeBron is a pass-first player. He's, he's a Magic Johnson on steroids. I will give you that. After five years of him doing that, because remember, when he was first at Cleveland, the, the first them he got first the, couple of years, yeah. yeah, he got the championships with Miami. He was <clears throat> he was going in, and as he got older, he was like, "No, nah, I can't do all that." Yeah. Same way with Derrick Rose, he came in hard, and Kevin Durant looked at that and he's like, "Oh no, I'm not going to yeah. do that. I'm not going to come in hard like that. I'm going to assist when I can and score when I can, and I'm going to keep it like that." Man. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Tough break. Zach Levine admits that players talk about teaming up. Is there a problem with it? Nope. Nope. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Mosley is now the new coach of the Orlando Magic. Let's, let's see what happens, how long he's going to stay. Mm-hmm. Tad Brown is the new CEO of the 76ers and New Jersey Devils. Um, he used to be the, um, like, something. I think once they hit the same position for the Rockets. So, he's good. so it's like the, the 76ers are turning into the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Rockets. Except they got Doc Rivers, who I don't think he's a good coach. He's just uh, above average, if that. Since, hold on, since the. Oh, here you go. Since 08, <laughs> when they got the championship in Boston. This is why I can't. I can't. They have not gone past I, the second I round. No, I know, my I know these same statistics that you know, my guy. Up 3-1 twice. Uh, stop killing me. Okay. Okay. I'm just giving my opinion here. Jesus Christ. See, see, this is why he likes when I'm when I'm in here. Because he knows what things I get agitated with. And I, I really believe, I, I have this affirmation faith that Doc Rivers can win one, maybe two more before he just kicks the bucket. You know, it might be 15 years. It might be 20 years. I don't know, but I, I like his style. I, I, I'm, I'm attracted to his style of coaching. I like it. Now, does it, does it fall at the end? Yeah, he needs to brush that up, but he's stubborn. He, he's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He needs to fix it and fix it quick. But I, I, I like the guy. You got a 6'10 person who don't want to shoot the ball, who passes on layups to pass the ball. I know the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I said he needs to fix it, man. I said, I, I, I admitted that. See, but it was already broke before we got there, uh, and he chose not to fix it then. Yeah, trade him. Trust me, trust me. Dame Dolly and B to be a better fit. Help me understand, love. Why, why is I playing with this guy? <laughs> like, I'm like, I know what I said was going to put me in front of the fire squad, but hey. Yeah. Yeah, you just added gasoline to my fire. Yeah. And, uh, I, I wasn't trying to assassinate him. Yeah. Since them winning it in 08, 
They've never gotten past the second round. Willie Green could be the next head coach for the Pelicans. Um, okay, let's see who you get. Um, all right, so I'm going to do this little quick segment called What Moves Should Each Team Make? We're doing it by divisions. Um, we have the Atlantic Division, which is the 76ers, the Nets, the Knicks, the Celtics, and the Raptors. So with the Sixers, I'm going to go first and then get rid of Ben Simmons. That would be a move they should make. Also, you should have never let Jimmy Buckets go and sign Tobias Harris. I would have let Tobias Harris walk and kept Jimmy Butler. Right. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to be even more disrespectful. Send Ben Simmons to the league. Send him where? Send him down. Knock him down. To the league. Knock him down. Knock him down. Because that whole playoffs, man, I was really bidding on the 76ers to do some damage. Because Joel and B, everybody running on all cylinders. And he's still playing like it's the regular season. No, 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 no. Even worse than that. Preseason. Yeah, and that's not working out for him because these other players are skilled too. Exactly. He's playing backyard ball. Dude, like you said, he's 16 and, and not taking shots and, and he passing the ball. That's what backyard ball do because he sees people and he's like, hey, my guy, I don't need to score. I let everybody else go. Dude, you are big enough to score on your own. You're fast enough to score on your own. You need to be the motive. Yep. Go um, ahead, back to the bottom, retrain, and see somebody pick you up. Um, the Nets need to not try to play small ball. Yeah, that was not me crazy. Like, small ball has not worked. The reason, the reason it worked for the Warriors in 2015. Because they was fast and they could shoot. <laughs> right. And not only that, they play defense. Like, like you really don't have to play a whole lot of defense on Tristan Thompson. Again, that's why I said they were fast. You thought you had and, and, and then, and then And then in 2017, 2018, you had Kevin Durant. And they were fast, and they could shoot. They was fast. And that 2015 team, if you realize, they played so much trap game. They they was they, they trap, 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 trap. Yeah. They had the speed to do it. New Jersey Knicks, y'all, all the y'all. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Sorry. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Sorry. Yes, yeah, son. Yes, yeah, son. Brooklyn. Y'all, you should play small ball if you can't sit up there and form the uh, natural defense that will help. Because Brooke, Brooke Lopez was eating. All day. Skittles. Mm-hmm. So, the Knicks, um, I think R.J. Barrett needs to play off the ball. They need to get a real point guard over there. Have R.J. Barrett play off the ball. Or or run the offense through uh, Julius Randle. Mm. I want to give R.J. Barrett one more season. He needs to play off the ball. He needs to work on his jump shot. That's what I'm saying. I, I want to give him – because – I see that R.J. Barrett has court vision. Right. Like a good, decent court guard should. But he's now, a shooting guard. Well, he's a combo guard. He's but a yeah. combo guard. But he does need to work on his scoring ability a lot. He needs to work on his jump shot. No, his, his ability to score, period. Because throughout the season, if it wasn't for Randall in the back, he's missed some very easy shots. He needs to just calm down. Recalibrate. Need to work on his jump shot. And, and, and get back to basics. All right, the Celtics. Eh, uh, I don't even know where to start with them. Hold on, let's put it like this. Let the coach do the work. <laughs> yeah. Let's Madam, see what and, he making do. Yeah, and, and bring. Since, since, and, since, since, yeah, and look, I'm saying. Long. Right. 
Let, let's see how your long game work with the Celtics. Yeah. And the Raptors, uh, they just they, they probably need to do a whole makeover. That's just my take on that. They, they still have the same key component that led them to the championship except for Kawhi Leonard. I think they need that one. And Mark Gasol. Which and Serge Ibaka. I don't understand why in God's name your Lakers had Mark Gasol and y'all did not utilize him. Well, because the team they were playing. And he was slow. And he was out of shape. Again. Now, I, I'll say this. If you're going to bring him in to take fouls, yeah, bring him in. But 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 they they should play Montrez Harrell more. They too. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Moving on, football. The Washington football team will have a new name in 2022. No, I like the football team. WFT. Yeah. We for the nation. <laughs> we for the nation. A domination. Boom boom. All right, Nikhil Harry, agent requests a trade from the Patriots. Who cares? You can't even get open. So, good luck, someone trying to take you. Uh, Frank Clark is charged with a felony for weapon possession back in March. Um, he mad. He was a big man. He lost Super Bowl. He wanted to shoot somebody. Right. <laughs> or it could have been somebody trying to rob him. I don't know. Because he, he, he's just too aggressive for me. I don't want to meet that guy in real life. Right. It seems like I want to fight him. Right. Excuse me. XFL is planning a 2023 return. Your thoughts? If they keep the same premise that they did before COVID yes. was all is down, yes. I enjoyed I agree. watching I every did watch it. game. Especially the uh was the Houston team, what was they called the Houston what? Uh uh Energy? No, not no, Energy. No, 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 no. It was some oil based team. Uh hold on. Right, I, I Roughnecks. It. Roughnecks, there we go. I, I knew it was something oil based. All right. So ranking of the top ten quarterbacks. This is from one to ten. Um you got Pat Mahomes, number one, Rodgers, Brady, Wilson, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray. Um, you, you agree with it, or would you change anybody? Or would you move anybody up? I'm not going to lie. It's all right. I mean, I, 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 I'm not a Dallas fan, but Prescott put his numbers up. Right, and because he got hurt, that's why. Mm-hmm. All right, running backs from 1 to 10. Derrick Henry, Alvin uh, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, and Josh Jacobs. Uh, what's that boy's name? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I need my boy Rojo to be in, in, in that list. Ronald Jones? Yeah. Mm. I would take out McCaffrey and put him in Ronald Jones. He, has, he can't catch for beeswax. Who? Ronald Jones. He can't oh, catch yeah. the beeswax. But, but, he he gave us some great power runs this season. And yeah. he's always been like that. He wasn't utilized properly. Right. My boy, uh, Bruce came over there, came in the front line for him to run. And he, he had a great season. So, yeah. I really believe um, For me, I think it's a disservice to what I have Ezekiel Elliott at. Because when Dak went down, everybody loaded up the box against him. I think he should definitely be – Top five. I yeah, think I think yeah. um Derrick Henry is probably gonna be number one for the next four or five years. Like he's a he's a walking cheat code. Yeah, because he we've been talking Marshall on the Um on, and, and honestly I would take Joe Mixon off and put Kareem Hunt. Cause him and Nick Chubb together is a psh. That was a nice I, I I see Cleveland going a little further in the playoffs this year. We shall see. 
All right. Ranking the the edge rush Ed Rushers top ten. Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Chandler Jones, Vaughn Miller, Chris not Chris. Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Cameron Jordan, and Neil Hunter. You know what? That is the perfect list because Chase Young really showed. I, I think he should be higher. You think he should be higher? Where, like, number five? Yeah, I think he should be number five. Like, Von Miller's falling off. I mean. Because he gave the – because our first walk in the park, he was like, yeah, we're going to play Washington and beat him. Chase Young says, nope. And yeah. then that backup quarterback that Washington had, yeah. Heckley, Heckler, whatever. Yeah. Hickey, 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 yeah. What a Hickey. Boy. Where's your antennas? <laughs> boy, he had me nervous the whole game because he played the game of his life. Out. Right. Now, if they had some receivers, some real receivers, that game was a game for real. All right. All right. Home run derby last night was a treat. Man, I enjoyed it. Balls went 500 feet. Yeah, you told me 519 to 514. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then Juan Soto hit 1520 after that. After I said you that, I was like, oh, wow. but they're in Coors Field, so it's like you want you want to see these home runs hit. So, and what's the name? Pete Alonzo won again. It was like, like this dude the entire time at bat was just. Oh, he was about to have a street ball. Right, right. Smacking him. So he won again. Um, shout out to Trey Mancini. Um, he's probably going to win Comeback Player of the Year in baseball because he had stage three colon cancer a couple of years ago. Came out there and was in and, and was in the uh, finals in the home run derby. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Shohei Otani and Max Scherzer are pitching, starting pitches for the All Star game. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Shohei Otani will also lead lead off to start the game. Question about Otani. Is he doing, because uh, I know there's a lot of foreigners, and I'm, I'm saying it respectfully, a lot of people that are not from here. Is he in that year round contract that anybody else is doing in other sports? Or is he strictly. No, MLB? he's strictly, strictly MLB. Yeah, because, like, Luca, if, if if that's what it takes to pull somebody, because Luca's playing back home right now. Yeah, well, because they get ready for the Olympics. That's why. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, that's the difference. Like, they're getting ready for the Olympics, so that's different. Oh, okay. How about um, that? Cause everybody doing that whole y'all mean thing. Y'all, y'all said, learn to listen to y'all. Y'all yeah. was broken, man. man. Yeah. Man, he was playing basketball for them. But this, this dude's getting, getting more money than, than him not playing versus him playing. Um, the Yankees and Astros series were this past weekend. The pettiness at its finest. So, Saturday night. Um, the game was nuts. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that. So, sa- so, Saturday night, Aaron Judge hits a home run. And that was the only one that was scored. So as he's going around the plates, he's taking on this jersey like Altuve did a couple of years ago when when he hit the walk-off home run against a Rose Chapman and he was like, Don't tear it off because, you know, or whatever reason. So he Aaron just come and said, Man, it was chilly. Or whatever. So <laughs> following following night, um, um Maldonado hits a home run, he tugs on this jersey as well. But the ultimate pettiness at its finest was when El Tuve, and they didn't even have in the Rollers Chapman in. So it didn't have in the Rollers Chapman, and El Tuve hits a three-run homer as a walk-off. And El Tuve gets around the plate. He just like, hey, go ahead, rip it off. And I'm like, he did the biggest flex is what I call it. Because he's out there, got his chest out. Say it with your chest. 
See, little old dude. <laughs> see, I like that part. But see, here, here, here's where the audacity was at. I'm sitting up there earlier that day. I saw the score of the game. I gave up on the whole Astros game. Then that night, I must have eight to seven. I said, wait a minute. They were beating them boys six to one. What happened? I look at the highlights. El Tube. Let's go six runs at the bottom of the night. I wasn't yes. ready. I wasn't ready. And then I was already feeling the mold. Just watching the highlights, I said, oh, the momentum is changing with Eddie right here. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. First pitch, kink, two base hit. Another pitch, kink, another two base hit. I said, oh, the altitude, Bam! Out the park. I say, and then they rip his shirt off. I say, oh. He big petty. I said, oh, hey, New York, are y'all okay? Nope, they're not okay. They're not even going to make the playoffs. You gonna be on suicide watch, my guy? Mm-hmm. You need a pillow? Mm-hmm. I got some answers right here for you. Hey, mm-hmm. gonna, are you guys up? Are my Yankee fans okay out there? Cause they're probably not. He, uh, uh, he, like I say, they're in third place, and they played the um, they played the uh, Red Sox uh, this weekend. Ooh. Oh, uh, before the end of the post, or when we end to, I'm gonna put a number for y'all to help y'all. The suicide prevention hotline, okay? <laughs> Okay, because you, you don't want to kill yourself. Yeah. Right. 1-800-5-BE-SAFE. Yes. <laughs> so Stephen A. Smith made some comments about Shohei Otani, and we actually had a chance to listen to it to see where he was coming from. Um, he basically said about how baseball, um, the star player Shohei Otani can't even speak English. Um even God agrees. Right. So he was basically saying, in, in a sense, I kind of agree with him. Um, he was just saying how, you know, baseball is losing his interest. Um, I mean, in a sense, it is. To in what a, audience, though? Right. Well, to the American audience. But, but, but hold on. No. Okay. I'm gonna let you speak first, and I mean to this audience. Yeah. Um, but obviously to the international, you know, you know everybody, Cuban, Dominican is watching because their their favorite players are are playing. So, for me, and we talked about this before we got started that you know Stephen A. Smith is speaking to his his white delegation about you know like he's basically saying what they want to say but can't say. Cause they don't want to lose their job, but it was like, yep, let's send the the token brother. Let's, send, th- our, let's send our puppet out there. Puppet, you know how to speak. Yes, I do, sir. Otani doesn't know how to speak English. No, he, he's yeah. devaluing baseball. And baseball is, is not as right. long as an American sport. Right. You know, I understand that. It's right. And and then, yes, he's been compared to Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani. But I'm like, Babe Ruth didn't play against nobody, in my opinion. Like, he, he only wanted to see people that look like him. Now, this does not mean that I'm saying that Babe Ruth is a racist or I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that he's, like, number five now in our home runs all the time. Well, I think he's number three. Yeah, he's number three to Barry Buns and um, Hank Aaron. <clears throat> anyway, um, but he, he didn't play against anybody. Like, he didn't play against people that was on the same level as him. He played against people that – that had nine to five jobs that had to work, and then just came out there, straddled out there on the field. 
So today, Stephen A. Smith apologized for what he said, and he did, he had to be educated on his comments and things like that, how people were offended. But I'm like, the same way these Asians, and again, I'm not trying to offend anybody either, but the same way they're being offended about comments, about what's being said, like us as the black community need to step up and be and be just as offended when we're offended. But we're not doing that. We're just letting the chips fall with that man. We got people like Candace Owens talking for us, like like she's the the spokesman for the black delegation. No, sit your butt butt down, Candace Owens. Like you a, a oh no, I gotta say this. You are a the epitome of dumpster juice. Like you are like forty day old baloney. Like like after Jesus uh, fasted for forty days and forty nights, he elected to continue to drink of water because he didn't want to feel with no baloney of you called Candace Owens. And that's what so so Candace Owens can go play in forty five traffic too. He says she can go kick rocks. Yeah, like like Jesus after he was fasting for forty days, he looked at that piece of baloney, forty day old baloney, like mm, I could do better. Uh, so yeah, I went there. Sorry, not sorry. He went there, left, came back. Oh, and another thing. He had another thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Manny Pacquiao is fighting Errol Spence Jr. August 21st. Next. Should be a great fight. Nope. Well, take it back. It'll be a good fight for Errol Spence. I might actually take off of work. I, I, I always, I always why I'm even cheering for Pacquiao because he only comes to fight when he needs something for his family. Right. He's going to get a payday. He's going to help out. He's, he's, gonna, he's the mayor of his town. He's gonna do what he needs to do. I like it. I like what he's doing. But Pacquiao, I, I need you to. I need you to think, son. I need you to train another boy. And your, I know in your mayorship you got young kids who can mm-hmm. train them, sir. Because <laughs> you can't be doing this for the rest of your life, sir. Right. And you're fighting Earl Spence, who has a mean hook, sir. Yes. And, and he's he, a great defensive boxer. Yes. And if he catches you, sir. It's going to be embarrassing, sir, and you're going to lose more brain cells. You're going to forget calendar dates and holidays of your mayoral town. And then Errol Spence hits a lot harder than Floyd Mayweather. Exactly. That's why I said that right hook is them hooks are dangerous. And right. He throws them quick and hard. Pacquiao, your face ain't ready for it. Your body ain't ready for it. Right. Train one of your little boys out there in your hometown. Say, hey, I'm going to teach you how to box. Yay! Right. Teach him how to take the highs and lows. Right. Let him bring the money home and you rest your little brain because right. he's going to rock you. He gonna he rock your world. He, he gonna rock a fella, and you you, you the fella he gonna rock. Yep. Also, um, the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight has been pushed back. I forgot the date, but I'll look it up, and we'll probably discuss it uh, in the coming weeks. Wow, Fury said I got COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. No surprise there. They were up three zero. Um, Tampa Bay got two. No wait, yeah. three trophies, Super Bowls, and two hockey. Nah, I need the Devil Rays to win a championship. Tampa Bay only has two. Buccaneers only have two. I know. I'm talking about reaching back to back. Oh. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about, yeah, sir? I know, I know we got four trophies all together, but every time I bring up the 2001, oh, man, it's old. So I'm just going to throw the most recent in their face. Bam, bam, bam. Okay. Uh, really yeah, so they win the Stanley Cup and they dent the, Stan- uh, the Stanley Cup yeah. in the, during the parade. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be replaced. Like, they ain't hard to make. Get some metal together. Uh. <laughs> Here, 
Slap it on there. Slap it on, rip it down. Yeah, boy. Get it waxed. All right. Final thoughts, and we're going to get out of here. <sighs> Stephen A. Smith, my brother. Not my brother. I'm saying it here, brother, because of the skin complexion. Family, all family, bro. Oh yeah, well, I know all that. Family, I mean, family. I mean, I can still love him from a distance. So, all, all skin folk ain't skin folk, bro. I can still love him from a distance, though. Um, how far? Five thousand more. Okay. Well, he in New York right now. We in Texas, so. Okay. Um, Stephen A. Smith. Come in the camera. Can't zoom in because we the only person that's controlling it. <laughs> but we gonna get there. Yeah, one day. Or another. Stephen A. Smith. I don't fault you for what you said. I mean, you said what you said, and, you know, my problem is you're trying to apologize to make up for what you said because they threw a stack and some KY at you. <laughs> Whoo, bizzle. That's my guy. Um, I don't. Th I don't think what you said was out of the wazoo, right? But you got to understand that it's not just Americans that's watching baseball. You got people definitely from everywhere. Like think about it when Yao Ming came. Like, man, China was right. Viewership of the NBA went up thirty percent. Folks don't understand how heavily dense China is with peoples. Right. So thirty whole percent. And right, but if the only focus or the only negative you can draw back from Shohei Otani is that because he has an interpreter, I mean, but you got to think about it like this: when we go to other countries, they're not all speaking English; they're speaking their native language, and we have to adapt to them. If not, hey, we out of luck. More trouble for you. Exactly, because you don't want to say the wrong thing, and you'd be like, "Well, I didn't know." <laughs> I'm a tourist, so but. I mean, but he's right in in in, the, in this sense of you know the Mano Ginobili's, the Giannis, the Lucas, you know Luka Doncic, Dirk Nowitzki, you know all these other players, uh, Boris Diaw, all these international players who come over here, you know. But that shouldn't be the only focus. I look at it like this: if you can play the sport, play the sport. If you're good at it, great, we'll have you. I don't care that you can speak English or you can barely speak English. Me Pri Prime example: Jackie Chan. I watch all three rush hours. I wouldn't worry about if he could barely speak English. Can he act? You know, can 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 you do what you're supposed to do in your craft or whatever it is you desire to do? Can you do that? That that that's that's where I'm at. I don't care about if you can speak English. Like, shoot, if if Shohei Otani decides he's gonna hit a hundred home runs this year, and he's a third of the way there already. So I'm not saying it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but if he did, I'm not going to be worried about, oh, man, why he not speaking English? This is America, right? Why he not speaking English? No, I don't care. He He's making news waves. He lead the league in triples, lead the league in home runs right now. And we were worried about if he could speak English. See, because here's the thing. Like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, Fernando Tatis can probably barely speak English, but he's a sight to see on the on the on the diamond. I hit the home run, I make the money. Right. I mean, shoot. I'm telling you, it'll be the same way. I hit home run, I make money. 
Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all that he broke. Cause I, I'm, no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say something. No, 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 no not no, doing it. No, do it. But uh, of course y'all know the music we play. We don't own it. So the music you heard was from my boy D Minor, Derek Minor, one one six, featuring KB. You know, KB H Town represent K to the second letter. Uh huh. This your boy Daydren. And your boy. And this is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. And until next time, peace.